0: Hey tryhards, Ethan here. Before we get into the show today, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be Willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live world well that never stops moving. Also, like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewan, and this week, it's just me and you, ye listener. This week, it is Christmas, one of my favorite times of the entire year. Um, But holiday joy aside, there is something quite serious that needs to be addressed. It's actually brought up by um, Charlie Mack in the episode I recorded with them. The power of lies. You heard me. Lies have power. And lies can be... Anywhere from tiny lies that really, in the grand scheme of things, won't matter that much to sometimes paradigm shifting information that will change someone's entire worldview at times. So what does lying look like? Well, lying takes many forms. It can be something as simple as, oh, did you take out the trash today? Yeah, I did, and you didn't do it. Or, it could be something like, Hey, did you get my text? Nah, I didn't get it, but you did, and you ignored it. I'm definitely guilty of that one. But in the grand scheme of things, those little so-called white lies don't seem to matter. That is, until the little white lies start to stack up, And you have demonstrated over and over and over again that not only do you lie about small things, but what else have you lied about? Have you lied about bigger things like grades or relationships or even how you're doing on the inside, really? Because that's one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves, is that I have everything together, or I don't need to get help, I can do this on my own. Listeners who have listened for a long time will know that that's probably the lie I tell myself the most, is that I don't need help, that I have it under control, and that I can Figure it out, and everything will work out eventually, because it always has before. Or at least, that's what I tell myself. Because some of that time, it hasn't. And I've had to struggle. I've had to make up for my overconfidence in my abilities. But the lie that I told many people for many years was that... I didn't have an addiction I don't know if I've mentioned it here before but if I haven't it's here now I am a recovering pornography addict I've been fighting this battle since I was 12 years old I know that some people will think it's normal for people like me to just want to do that and not think anything of it but I've come to realize how much it can mess with the relationships, both romantically and non-romantically, in my life. (sighs) It started when I was about 12. I had, you know, just kind of started getting the, you know, those feelings, you know, trying to explore what I was attracted to and that sort of thing, and I kind of stumbled across it by accident I never intended to get that you know I never intended to have it be as controlling of a force on my life as it had become but I didn't care it felt good to jack off and release that stress that I had been Having at 12, if you can call it that. Yeah, you can call it that. And the older I got, the more stress I had to endure, so I kept coming back. I didn't really know what else to do at times, because it just had that control, like so many addictions do. You don't really know where else to turn when... That's been the thing that's really satiated your, your stress relief for that amount of time. So why do I bring this up? Because I lied to my parents about this for two years. I kept it to myself. I kept it from my friends, from my family, from really anyone. And there was one night... My mom and I were waiting in the car um, while my sisters were finishing up their dance practice. And I mustered up all my courage, and I looked at my mom, and I said, Mom, I have to tell you something. She said, What, Ethan? And I told her how I'd been hiding that from her and from my stepdad and from my dad and it was like everything made sense to her because she had been noticing how secretive I had been with, you know, the the devices that I had access to at the time and the amount of lying I was doing because of it. Like, I had been lying a lot, even in the little things, which I shouldn't have done to begin with because I'm a horrible liar, which I honestly think is a good thing instead of, A bad thing, because I would rather be a bad liar. And when the line between lie and truth gets blurred that much, and you become so good at lying that nobody knows when you're telling the truth, that's a scary place to be. Because then nobody takes you seriously. One of my sisters, I won't mention her by name, um, because I didn't ask her to, Um, She has dealt with a similar issue. Not the porn part, but the lying part. She's pathologically lied about small things, and she's also a bad liar. And now, my parents don't take her seriously. Or at least, not as seriously as they would if that hadn't been her track record. But all that to say, lying only breeds more lying. If you lie about one big thing, that's gonna spawn lies about several smaller things. And that can impact your mental health. If I remember correctly, it was Mark Twain who said, If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. And that's one of my favorite Mark Twain quotes, because for me, it rings the most true. If you tell the truth no matter what the circumstance, you will not have to remember whatever came out of your mouth. Somebody else might, if the truth shocks them, but you won't have to. Because all those lies that you've told about yourself, about other people, those take up brain space. I know you can't see me, but I'm tapping my finger to my forehead right now to signify that it takes up brain space. And if you're anything like me, your brain can get cluttered with so many things. I mean, the, you know, your memories, your anxiety, your depression, your random trivia facts that you don't really know where they came from, but you just know, like the fact that Martin Luther King Jr. and and Frank were born in the same year, even though we think of them as being from completely different time periods. But useless clutter and trivia aside, those lies also take up brain space. And when your brain gets full, it's like a pond. This is the way my mom described it, because she has a similar brain map to me. It's like a pond and every time something gets added to your brain it, it rains a little bit well eventually that pond is gonna fill up and when it does it's gonna overflow and that's when you get overwhelmed for me it's been having a lot more recently just because of the absolute crap show of a year that it's been My mom told me something that I'll never forget when I was about 15 years old. She said, Ethan, you're going to need to find a way to drill a hole in the levee of your brain. Now, she did not literally mean bore a hole into my brain. What she meant was that you need to find a way to relieve your stress so that way you're not always acting like you're on full capacity all the time just at a moment's notice, rate to overflow. And when you start telling the truth, it is one of the most exhilarating things on the planet to watch and experience the level of anxiety water in your brain just descend. Oh, it's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. I know I'm making this sound like a some sort of new, like food you need to try, but I can't recommend that enough because if you tell the truth, there will be a lot less of brain clutter. And when your brain is cluttered, it can't attach to the real things that need to be there. Like little moments with the people you love and new experiences. I should clarify, new positive experiences. So in conclusion, lying can obstruct your relationships with other people, it can damage your mental self-image, and it can take up a lot of space in your brain. So what do you do when you think that the only way to protect someone from information you think might hurt them is to lie? I am no expert here. But, I can tell you that in my experience, the best option is to trust yourself. It may not be what they want to hear, it may not be what you want them to hear. If it's lying to a child about things that they don't understand yet, that's one thing. But if you're lying to somebody you love because you think whatever information that you have that they don't will hurt them... That will ultimately hurt your relationship. So my advice, trust your gut, think before you speak, and do the hard thing. That second one is something that I have had to learn over and over and over again because sometimes my mouth gets ahead of me. But Thank you listeners for tuning in this week's True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at true stories pod. The best way to get the word out about podcast is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media, and if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts and please feel free to leave a rating and review on apple podcasts i would very much appreciate it i'll be back with more stories next week so until then this is ethan hewlin signing off